The Boarding Schools Expo takes the time and stress out of finding the right school to meet your family's needs. By bringing schools to major centres where they're all under the one roof, the Boarding School Expo gives your family the chance to discuss your educational needs directly with representatives of the school. In 2022, they're launching Boarding Expo 365, a virtual expo reaching families across Australia. Whether you're up in the Kimberley, flying choppers east of Normanton, or making Bree on King Island, Boarding Expo 365 will showcase schools right from your kitchen table. It's truly destination boarding from wherever you call home. Head to their website, boardingexpo.com.au, to discover your boarding school options today. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you true stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat Australia, the perfect choice for the tough jobs. Ariat boots and clothing work hard, look good, and are so comfortable there's never a need to slow down. Visit ariat.com.au today. My name's James Christian, and this is my story, Lost. Once I was given the not-too-difficult task of driving a truck and trailers out to a set of yards on a station I'd blown into for a month or so's work. I'd been to the yards a few days before, though only as a passenger, and naturally wasn't paying enough attention to where I was. It was simple enough to get there. There's a big turn-off at another set of yards. A good, wide, straight road, a few cuts wide out to the west. A bloody obvious road. Not just a wheel track or a cattle pad. You couldn't miss it if you tried. We'd spent the morning assembling gear to cart out there, portable panels, gates, pins, wire, the usual suspects, to set up in time for the helicopters who were going to breeze in in a few days to help make us look good. And the boss's son, Tom, split the normal combination of truck, trailers and dollies so he could load it better and squeeze in an extra trailer to boot Being a normal Territory cattle station, only some of the trailer brakes and airlines were in working order, and the common sense rule applied. If you don't go too fast, you shouldn't have trouble stopping. That being said, the anchors on the old cab over can pull you up fully loaded in the same way George Gregan nailed Jonah Lomu when the Wallabies could actually play. That notwithstanding, Tom suggested we did the smart thing and change the combination of trailers and dollies around so that There were more operational brakes than not. All I had to do was back the rigid dolly and panel trailer into the rear dolly and set of crates, which is easy enough if you've had practice. Suffice to say, the steer tyre tracks spelled supercalifragilisticexpialidocious by the time I was done, but I finished before sunset without bending a dolly drawbar. One of the helicopter pilots, Charlie, arrived a day early, so he was giving us a hand getting things sorted out. The plan at the stage when I left in the truck was that I'd leave in the truck ahead of Tom 
who'd take some round bales of hay in the back of a Toyota and tow out the loading ramp. Then Tom was going to hop in the grader and drive it back to collect the motorbikes. Charlie was going to fly me back to the house so I could get another Toyota load of gear and so the game of musical chairs would continue until it was time for dinner. The plan changed. The truck didn't have a radio and I didn't know. I poked along with my load, staring out the window, checking my mirrors, looking for tigers, the usual, and gaining confidence as I went. Dip here, cattle pad there, small washout next, no worries. The old girl could take a bit more speed, I'd be right. If I was early, I could unload some panels. Next minute, I was driving along a road I recognised. I was 30 seconds down the road to the other bore. The road after the turnoff. The road that didn't have anywhere to turn around for another 20 k's or so. And I sure as shit didn't have the skills to drive the combination of trailers and dollies backwards to where I needed them to be without creating what they might call modern art. So I planted my foot again and chugged north. I did some sums. I had to do 20 k's up to the next ball where I could turn around, 20 k's back, and another 10 or so out to the destination. I was probably going to take an extra hour to get there. Bugger. Eventually, I made it to the right road, having had no additional cause for excitement. I headed along, not quite barnstorming like Jonah Lomu, not quite doing nothing like Rob Simmons, more like David Pocock, reliable, carrying the weight of something heavy with ease, getting the job done. Then I hit some soft sand that at 40 degrees Celsius had me slipping sideways towards some bulldust. You guessed it, I got bogged. Pocock stuffed his knee. I tried backing up and padding forward a handful of times, but it didn't do the trick. I popped the back dolly's ring feeder and crawled out without it, expecting that since I hadn't seen any greater tracks heading the other way, the others hadn't made it out there yet either, and the greater could yank the rear trailer to the yards. I was right. The other blokes hadn't made it. Their plans had completely changed, and now there were no joyrides in the helicopter. When I was about 10 metres out of the sand, along they came behind me in a Toyota. Shit, must be sticky here, said Tom, suggesting I'd been there for an hour. I considered my response carefully. If I agreed, they'd think I was a clown for getting bogged and being stuck for so long. If I told them the truth that I drove past the turnoff because I was lost or not paying attention, they'd think I was a clown. Nah, mate, I just got here. Yeah, it's a bit sticky, though. The bastards saw my tracks on their way up. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs, including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position, or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or leave us a review. It really helps other people find our podcast. You can find our website at centralstation.net.au, where we have over 1,200 stories published from across Northern Australia. All of our podcast episodes a tourism directory for visiting an outback cattle station, and training and employment resources. We're on Facebook at Central Station, True Stories from Outback Australian Cattle Stations, 
and we're on Instagram at centralstation.net.au and we're also on Twitter at centralstation6. To discuss this episode with other listeners, head on over to our Facebook group, Central Station Podcast.